Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of The Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. I'm Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, and you are listening to The Database. For this particular issue, I'm going to be honest, I didn't do so much preparation. It's a little bit more off the cuff. And it is in fulfillment of a request that I respond to what's going on in the world. And indeed, I think a response is warranted. We are almost a week coming off of the 2020 elections. Pretty monumental time in history of the world, I think. And my response to anyone and everyone is going to be the same. And that is that everyone has to relax. Again, everyone has to relax. So although when it comes to the election results, not everything is 100% clear and conclusive. There has though been a projected winner And what I want to talk about does not necessarily speak to the election results, nor does it speak to the impending lawsuits pertaining to the election results. Um, The only thing I'll say on that maybe is that we just don't quite know what's going to be. I think that's a fair assessment, and I guess everyone just wait and see. Hashem is still in charge, and maybe uh, the real moral of all of this is what I already stated in the last politically involved podcast, and that is that you have to have bitachon in Hashem. So that was bitachon during elections. Now we're going to talk a little bit of bitachon after the elections, I guess. You could think of this as an addendum to that. But what I want to talk about, and the one I want to speak to, and the issue I want to speak to, is us who have to deal with the consequences of what's happening now. And hopefully a Torah perspective on that. So what I will say is, again, to anyone and everyone, I don't care if you're Republican, I don't care if you're Democrat, I don't care if you're Libertarian, I don't care if you're Independent, I don't care if you don't care about the elections. Um, Well, I guess if you don't care about the elections, maybe you're closer to um, the people that I think are on target. Um, And the idea is, again, that everyone has to relax. If 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 you voted Republican, you have to relax because guess what? The world is not over. And if you vote a Democrat, also chill. It, it's not like the world's problems have suddenly been fixed. COVID-19 is still around. And, you know, I, I do hear that there is a, a vaccine coming out um, nicely and, you know, and, and, and conveniently. And guess what? It has nothing to do with an administration that has not begun yet. Um, so that's something to think about. But despite what the currently projected president-elect says, or wishes for, division still very much exists in the world, and it doesn't look like at this point it's going anywhere, and politics are still as ugly as anything, they're as ugly as they've ever been, and that doesn't look like it's changing either. And I think this is important because, again, one of these things that if we have no way of changing it, so there, it's really not worth it to stress over it and to argue about it and to yell and fight and post on social media all, all about it. And yeah, I've yet to see a single person change an opinion based on a politically charged social media post. And I don't think it's a, it's, it's a, a great wonder as to why that is. I think that, again, Elections have real-life consequences, and we've spoken about this in the past. We've spoken about this in my first politically involved podcast, um, That's Just Politics. I recommend you go back and listen to that one. I talk about the place of politics in the life of a Jew, and I think that 
that one's still very much relevant right now, so go back and listen to that one. But in the meantime, for now, now that we have, we sort of have results, even though again, we just never really know anything can change in, you know, in the nick of time. So all of that said, what I'm reminded of is that prayer of serenity and lest I mess up the lines, I'm going to look it up right now. Here it is. I don't know its original source. Oh, apparently it was, it was written by an American theologian. His name is Reinhold Niebuhr or Niebuhr, however you pronounce that. And I don't know if this guy was Novita Vodazara, so I'm only saying the line in light of what I think is intelligent about it. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So in terms of accept things um, that I cannot change, I'll tell you what you can't change. You really can't change an election result. It, it is what it is. Maybe something can happen. Maybe you can daven, maybe. But and sometimes you can't even change an opinion. Most of the time you will not change an opinion. And that's one of those things that you kind of just got to accept. Now, the courage to change the things that I can. So, if you voted, good. You know, if, if that was your hishtadlis, if you davened, great. If you are in the political arena and you're an official of sorts and you have what you can do, then definitely do it. But the wisdom to know the difference between those two things, that's one of the places where I think we struggle. And, and the reason why we stress is because we somehow put the burden of the things which we cannot change on our shoulders and that's very distracting. That keeps us from being involved in the things that are very important in life. And certainly in terms of politics, while again there are real life ramifications, we have to think about how many of those consequences of the elections actually affect us every single day to the point that we should be stressed and anxious about them. And again, there are, there are real consequences and hashkafically um, involved and halakhically involved consequences and we could talk about each and every single issue but again if they are things that we cannot change then all you can really do is just sit back do what you can do what, what it is your job to do and Davin I you know I, I feel terrible that I'm giving right now more attention to this than larger issues which um, you know which says a lot about where we are this past week um, you know, in the middle of the turmoil over the elections, the Jewish community lost two giants. And what I think is very telling about the two giants that we lost is that it doesn't matter if you're Haredi um, or, or Litvish, or if you identify yourself as modern Orthodox or somewhere more towards secular or somewhere in the middle, it really doesn't matter. The two giants that we lost, so it should have gotten all of our attention, because on the one hand, we lost Rav David Feinstein, and on the other hand, we lost Rabbi Laura Jonathan Sachs. And they were, these individuals were both um, heavily involved in the Jewish community. Again, they were giants and their contributions to the Jewish community were incredible and in very different ways. You know, you, you have a chief rabbi um, in Jonathan Sachs, or Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, and you have a Rosh Hashiva in Harav uh, David Feinstein. And again, each in their own way. They, you know, their their contributions. And what are we thinking about? We're, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're we're going crazy over election results. Let me tell you something. The two people that we lost are light years, light years holier than the two candidates that were fighting over the White House. And that that should be obvious. But, you know, like that. This is where we are. This is where we are. That we're obsessing over these, these, 
these, uh, you know, these personalities. And again, it's not just personalities there. There, there are political parties and uh, you know, there are ramifications. I'm not saying that there aren't. But as Jews, what should speak to us, religious Jews, observant Jews who have our day-to-day -day routines, what should be affecting us? What should we be thinking about? So if, you know, if, if, we, if, we are, if, we, if we care about the loss of Torah in the world, so that's something that should speak to us. I, I recommend you go back and listen to the Leviah for Rav David Feinstein. It was an incredible, incredible showing, and, and, and the, the Hespedim were absolutely incredible. If you hear about how he was not just a posek and not just a Talmud Chacham, but how he was a gadol in chesed, how involved he was in the, in, in the lives of the Talmudim and, and beyond. It was incredible. And in terms of Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, his contribution to even, you know, to even less yeshivish crowds, where he's a, he has a mastery and a command over the English language, which is reflected in his brilliant writing. That's something, you know, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a diplomatic language. It's something that anyone, you know, is, I would say in, in, in many respects, it's a shavalachal nefesh, that anyone can enjoy his writings. And we lost these. And compare that to both of the candidates that were fighting over the White House and are still fighting over the White House. Um, you know, I, I, again, I'm not even going to grace their names on, on the podcast because the, 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 the extent to which I'm giving the attention to this, I shouldn't have to. It, it, this should not be consuming our lives. We have to stop worshiping politics. And again, I'm talking to me too, talking to myself. Hashem is still in charge, and it, it, you know, it could be that we just need new hobbies. Maybe we just need to get hobbies in general. Politics, I don't think, is a good hobby. It's an ugly hobby, and it's a divisive hobby, especially where we are now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's distracting. You know, if, if we need something of substance, so try, try to, you know, maybe listen to a podcast like the database where hopefully we'll be talking about things that are not this um if uh, you go listen to other podcasts whether it's partial related you know we have here on the database partial panorama we have muster minutes if you if you can't stand a long share and maybe you want to hear some ideas in tefillah so you can go to the balt workshop whatever it is and if you have another idea of a podcast that you would like me to give on, so I can give on that. And guess what? It doesn't have to be me. But you know, you gotta, we gotta spread things out. Listen to something of real, of real substance. Listen to Torah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe open the Chumash. Uh, try to read the Chumash in a way that you've never read it before. If you're not doing, um, you know, if you're not learning um, Gemara and you, you want to learn Gemara, so maybe think about doing Dafiomi. You know that there are plenty of other things you can be doing, and if the, if if you are very charged by politics, well, then going back to davening on election day, how much do you daven? How much do you do you say to Hillam over what's happening in the world, and especially in the political world? Does it affect you to the point where if you think you can make a change, so what kind of change are you going to make? If you're really serious about it, so how much are you davening for those changes, and how much of the are how much of the time are you just complaining on social media about what you don't like or what you or what you do like? If, if, and if, 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 we're, if our time is not apportioned as such that we are giving time to Torah, Avodah, and Gemilas Chasadim, um, just as much, if not more, than the time that we are that, that, that we are selling to politics, so 
that, that, that just says everything about what's wrong with where we are now. Again, you have to have bitachon regardless of what the election results are. And realize that whatever things you are scared about, whether it's for Eretz Yisrael, or whatever you were scared about before, let's say, and if it, whether it pertains to Eretz Yisrael, or it pertains to human rights, or it pertains to racism, or it pertains to to um, the, the life of babies in the womb, these are, again, these are all real things. So Davin, if you can't change it, then what are you going to do about it? You know, if maybe we're in the Ikvasa de Mashiach, who really knows? But what are we doing? Let's go back to the example of the two holier people um, that, that we should be talking about. Gedolim in areas of Chachma and Torah and in Chesed. Can we maybe try to start some initiative of actually doing something? Like actually getting, you know, getting off of our couch and doing something. Maybe, maybe you need to give a podcast. Maybe you have something nice to share in Torah. You know, that, that was a hobby that I just decided to do now. And you know, Baruch Hashem, I'm enjoying it. But we need to try to allocate our lives to things of substance. And, you know, I think there's no better time than right now. Especially, you know, if we if we can make any positive change, it's going to be in an area of chesed where you are not yelling at other people, or you're not watching other people yell at other people, but you are trying to actually create real life unity, not the not the kind of unity that they talk about on politics, but real life unity. Um, and if it means you can't have a political conversation with a person, right? You're not able to speak with someone peaceably, just like Yosef's brothers. So then, okay, so don't speak on that topic. But think to what extent we're trying to bring, to bring Mashiach, to bring us closer to that day. I think that, you know, once we, we think about the real life ramifications that politics has on us, I, like honestly, I would be much more concerned about the, the amount to which politics consumes us then I would be concerned about the actual results of an election. Because one is in our control and one is not in our control. I, and I, I want you to, to sit on that. And I want myself to sit on that. Because again, whatever happens in the world, Hashem's in control of that. It doesn't matter who won the election. It doesn't matter who is winning the election. It doesn't matter what happens in, 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 in a lawsuit. Hashem is guiding history, He's guiding the world towards His plan, towards His destination. And we have no way of knowing what that is going to be. And we should be comforted in that. We should be comforted in the, the fact that although we don't know what's going to be, Hashem is still in charge. What are we in charge of? Our own choices. How we allocate our time. Don't give in to the Yetzir Hara. It's Mamashi Yet Sahara consuming our lives. This is besides the fact that, like, of all, all the disgusting things that come with the obsession with politics. But the, the, the time that it takes away from our Torah learning, from our Tehillim reciting, from, from any initiative that we can be doing of actual substance, and we're losing it. 
we're losing it because we're so preoccupied with results that we cannot do anything about. It's, 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 it's crazy, and, and it's entertaining. Like, we spoke, I spoke about this in the, in the first politically relevant uh, podcast. Again, that's just politics. Go back and listen to it. But the, the point is, once again, that Hashem is in charge, and we can only decide for our own selves what we want to spend our time doing. And again, it's, you know, we, it's, it's engaging, it's exciting. And at this point in time, I don't know what we can do to not make it exciting. It's permeated everywhere. I literally heard fourth graders talking about taxes. Like when I was in fourth grade, I barely knew what taxes were. Like this speaks to where we are now. We don't want the entire next generation to be consumed by this either. And it starts with us. We have to, again, find the things of substance in life, talk to people about real life things, talk to people about things that will not be painful for anyone, and engage ourselves with Torah. Again, if, if we need to open the Chumash and, you know, come up with a Dvar Torah on the Parsha, or find a Dvar Torah on, uh, on this week's Parsha, whatever it is. There, there, there are so many opportunities out there. Go to Torah anytime. Go to YU Torah. There, 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 there are so many different places. OU Torah, Lander Torah. There's so many places where you could find Shiurim about a, like a bunch of different topics. And, we, and this could be, you know, beginning of, of, of a new initiative where we're actually accomplishing things instead of talking about things in which we can't really accomplish much. Hashem decides the direction of politics in the world and we decide the direction that we're going to take in the world. And I think that should be our preoccupation. Try to make the world a better place from where we stand, from whatever we can control. And b'siyat d'shmaya, everything's going to be okay. Guess what? I, I don't care who won the election or who's winning the election. Everything is going to be okay. Hashem is in charge. Now, let's make sure that we're okay. Let's make sure that we're moving on and doing the things that we can do to make the world a better place, to make our lives better lives. And again, Bezras Hashem, we should defeat the Eight Sahara.